0: the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and 1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Ross are brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Ross, we're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. And Welcome everyone to the PropCast NBA Tuesday Night Player Props Edition, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Can't believe it, it's already March 1st, currently 12.53 on the East Coast. And so just, since it is March 1st, I thought I would bring on a very, very special guest for the cast to start the month off to dig in to the NBA Player Props for tonight. She is the newest addition to the Yahoo Sportsbook team but better known as the prop queen and sadly a Yankees fan but joining me back on the Propcast. it's Ariel Epstein. Ariel welcome back to the prop cast how you doing this afternoon?
1: i'm doing well here's the thing you can't say to me oh unfortunately she's a yankees fan right now baseball fans are all in this together all yes, we have right. is one common goal we all want to play we could become enemies once the players take the field until then <laughs> we are rooting for the same thing a season
0: you're you're absolutely correct i know i was up last night refreshing my twitter page every five seconds i'm sure you were doing the same thing we We're having the conversation offline but fingers crossed I hope they get something done by today or tomorrow. From what I'm seeing, they're getting close, but where's your confidence in the lab with MLB?
1: Confidence is at an eight. I would actually be surprised Based off the fact that these players and owners were in meetings until 1 a.m. Eastern time last night, maybe even a little later than the news reported, mm-hmm. that it looks as if we're getting closer. Now, it's hard because you just never know when one person can piss off the other person and they storm out and then a domino effect happens. It's very likely The thing is that attorneys are really good at being patient. My dad's an attorney. I've watched this my whole life as my dad just continues to push cases along, cases go along. And we we said, why haven't you closed this case yet? He goes, well, that's just the way it works with these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Attorneys are good. And a lot of these owners have have some kind of law background. So they're good at being patient. The players want what they want. That concerns me. I just do see it being a good sign that these players and owners were up extremely late last night down in Florida. And hopefully with this deadline getting pushed to five o'clock Eastern time, they're looking at this getting done today.
0: I hope so. Fingers crossed because right now we're usually in the midst of doing division previews and going through the player markets, but hopefully I'm, I'm praying and hoping you're right that as baseball fans, we hope to get a CBA deal done here hopefully by tonight or tomorrow at the latest. But we're here to talk about the NBA. I know uh, Dan and I had you on for the Super Bowl. The dust has kind of settled now on the NFL season and now the NBA season. We're kind of winding it down here. And the NBA season and the NFL season, they overlap each other, obviously, with you know NBA starting kind of in the middle of the NFL season. And I kind of wanted to ask you first off the bat, when do you maybe start paying attention to the NBA season? Because we know the NFL is king. It's, it's the moneymaker in the United States. We all know that. But at what point do you start, at least from a props perspective, do you start paying attention to the NBA?
1: I typically start in around October, November when the season starts. That's okay. only because of my job. My okay. job makes me handicapped. these. <laughs> not that i hate it i'm just yeah. saying that uh, from a public betting perspective i understand why people are way more zoned in to the mlb playoffs potentially and mm-hmm. then just the nfl however because of work and because nba capping is something that is one of the it's one of the main sports that i focus on i do look at the nba very early the thing with the nba early is it's not so bad after the first couple of weeks, just like any sport. Once you right. start to get a good feel for rotations, you get a good feel for the numbers. You could get a good feel for a lot in the NBA because it's really a numbers game. It's why I like betting the NBA the most from a props market perspective. There's not much that's gonna change until the trade deadline and the all-star break. That's why I hate these last few weeks. Yeah. The only changes that you'll see on a day-by-day basis could be like, is a player gonna sit or not? And that obviously is frustrating, But from a numbers perspective, these players all have the same role every day. In the NFL, you see players change their role all the time. You might get a wide receiver, throw the football. You also, in Major League Baseball, can't predict pretty much anything except maybe the pitcher. Otherwise, it's very tough to see if a player, no matter how good they are, if they're going to get on base twice in that game. Because that could be the one game that weekend that they're one for four instead of two for Mm 4 And in the NBA, all these numbers are very consistent because they just don't really they don't really change too much about what the player's role is on a team.
0: Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. Especially in the NBA, I feel like there's a bigger prop betting market uh, compared to other sports. I find MLB the hardest, and I just got into MLB last season. That's because you know sports gambling podcast, and where we just started the MLB uh, gambling podcast not oh, just last season. Then we kind of got into the props market, but for me, I think NBA is is the most fun, and I think "quote unquote" I don't I don't want to say easiest, but you're right with the numbers stay consistent, and then it's the NFL, and then it's MLB. But um, so for you, you're probably going N- NBA, NFL, and then MLB as your kind of the rank of how you kind of like or I guess ease of betting on prop markets.
1: Oh, ease of betting on props market. Or maybe
0: the availability of the the betting menu.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously the betting menu is always huge in the NFL, just because it's one game a week. It allows for the books to get that time to figure it out. Also the NFL the players are likely playing every game as long right. as they're not hurt. Whereas in the NBA, you could wake up and say, why on earth is Darius Garland not playing? You just played in the all-star game or all-star <laughs> break. So um, there's definitely a lot of inconsistencies with day-to-day sports like NBA and MLB yeah. when it comes to betting the NBA, it, I, I do see it being for me, at least the most consistent Yeah, MLB. I really don't, bet a lot of props, except K props. Yep. If I had to put K props on my level of favorite props, it's up there with the NBA. It's okay. probably my favorite prop to bet on in all of sports, to be honest, because teams that are prone to striking out are always usually prone to striking out throughout the course of the season. Mm-hmm. Pitchers that are strikeout pitchers are typically always strikeout pitchers. Yeah. That's why I love the K prop market in major league baseball. It's why I want the season to start. When I bet major league baseball, I do K props, a lot of first five inning bets, run line bets based on trends. That's pretty much where I look. Not so much about who's going to get a hit or a home run in the game.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that. So I'm going to probably have you complete the trifecta on the propcast and maybe join me on the MLB uh propcast later this season. Uh, hopefully we have a season. I'm praying. I'm, I'm, I'm praying that we're going to get it done, but kind of fast forwarding to the NBA. I know we have about six games here tonight uh, quickly. I kind of want to walk through the process of how you kind of, Uh, come about to zoning in on a particular player prop. Uh, What do you, uh, I know for me personally, when I'm handicapping on player props, I like looking at the last five games, whether it's for a player or for a team, um, and then kind of going back and looking at how they do, how they do against that particular team. What's kind of your process when you, you know, open your laptop or start handicapping early in the morning for your player props? What's kind of your process that what you're kind of going through when you're identifying these?
1: I look through the the stats of teams that are bottom 10 defenses and points, rebounds and assists allowed. Okay. Then I look at their matchup. I see who is good at that on the other side. I also don't just go by averages. I go game by game. Yeah. I Especially in the NBA, I go last 10 games. It's not like the NFL where you can look at every game because there's only 16, 17. Yeah. In the NBA, I look at the last 10. Which position has had success against them? Which uh, statistic is having success? Is it one player that's getting a bunch of rebounds, like Joel Embiid going off for 18 rebounds? Mm-hmm. Or is it more that a lot of different players have a lot of rebounds ranging between six to nine? That's when you start to look at the players that are second or third best at rebounding on the team. Instead of looking at the player like a DeAndre Ayton, who would be your leading rebounder, maybe you look to a Jay Crowder. If there's a defense that's bottom 10 and rebounds allowed. However, you look to the last 10, they allow a lot of rebounds, just not to one individual player. Everyone's kind of switching it up underneath. Yeah, That's the things that I look for. The bottom 10 defenses, points, rebounds, and assists allowed. Then looking over to the last 10 games and how that trend really played out in the box score.
0: Yeah, I think especially in the NBA, it's, it's really important to kind of go game by game and go inside the box scores every single night. If you don't have time to watch, obviously nobody has time to watch every single game, but I think it's really important and I've talked about this with Dan a lot, It's kind of spending maybe two minutes or one or two minutes maybe in the morning and just kind of going through the box scores of these games and, and seeing how some players are, you know, especially at certain positions, like you just mentioned, how they're doing against those opponents. They had that previous night. And I think that's really helped me become a better prop, better as one. so I'd like you just said, identifying those bad defenses, uh, whether it's bottom five, bottom four, bottom 10, wherever you, you kind of go through your process. I think that's really important. Um, so for tonight we do have six games our listeners know we kind of keep it at three player props each and, and just get out some general thoughts as well but uh let's do this let's take one quick break area we'll come back and then we'll talk about our player props for this tuesday night schedule so we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors win has a massive college basketball contest the grand prize winner will receive a reserved seating area four seats at the world renowned Win Las Vegas race and sportsbook for the early round action of college basketball tournament, as well as two rooms at Win Las Vegas for a two night stay. In addition, they will be awarded with one thousand dollars in free bets on WinBet. Any WinBet patron that places a minimum twenty five dollar wager on college basketball during the promotional period. Become eligible for the prize and players can take advantage of the offer immediately. There is no limit to the number of entries that a patron can receive into the grand prize drawing. For example, if a patron wagers 1,000 on college basketball during the promotional period, they will receive 40 entries. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know, as a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Rustler brought to you by IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% 100% of your data this means that your private details passwords communications browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online it's really that simple you can use IP vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed your computers tablets phones and even devices like your fire stick where when you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP, promo code SGP. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses. See you in the winner circle. Play race win. we are brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bet. Marsh Madness is right around the corner and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Every season, prop swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college teams. Now is the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are high. So get to your sportsbook, buy a handful of tickets, and sell them on PropSwap. Remember, only one team needs to make a run, and that will pay for the rest. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering tickets based on the best value, a free activity to stay in the know with all the big sales, and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the Apple Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our free picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. Oh, right. Coming off of the break, um, I know we were talking offline that we had, I think, similar player props in one of the games here tonight. So let's start with that one. Um, Maybe not the most exciting game of the night, but hey, we're going to try to find value and find some winners for you guys. But it's going to be in that uh, Los Angeles Clippers and the Houston Rockets game. And I know you were talking about a couple of player props you had in this one. I'll let you lead it off. What did you like uh, in particular in this game?
1: The first player I thought to look for was the number on Reggie Jackson for the Clippers. He's going to get up against the Rockets and the Rockets have been the worst defense in the NBA pretty much all season. Yeah, Not only have they been the worst, they keep getting worse. This defense <laughs> has been allowing for about 10 points more per game in their last 10 than they have on their season average. Anyone could go off for the Clippers. It just always feels like Reggie Jackson takes advantage of bad defenses. This number is definitely high at 19 and a half for Reggie. I remember just a year ago in the playoffs before anyone realized who Reggie Jackson was, Mm -hmm. that he was going over his points prop almost every week because his points prop was sitting at 14 and a half. Now he's up to 19 and a half because of the injuries to the all-stars like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. It's really been Reggie Jackson's team offensively to lead. I do really like for his points prop over 20. Now it's 20 and a half. Um, I also was looking at rebounds for Christian Wood. Now the Clippers aren't a bad defense per se. They're just bad at rebounding. So they don't get those second chance points. The Clippers have been a bottom 10 rebounding defense pretty much all season. Now you're going to get one of the better big men in the league in Houston Rockets Center, Christian Wood, underneath. His prop's not even at 10 and a half. They're booking him at nine and a half. In a game between two bad teams, is there going to be a blowout? No, that's always usually my concern with Christian Wood, is the blowout factor, because the Rockets are so bad. He's up against the Clippers, so there's a good chance this game stays close enough that it keeps Wood in the game. I like his over nine and a half rebounds against the Clippers.
0: Yeah, this is already the third matchup between these two teams over the last four games at least for the Houston Rockets and you know, you're 100% correct about the Rockets. I mean, uh, uh, the the defense and I'm being a, uh, being a Rockets fan here in Houston, we kind of knew the expectation this season that they were not going to be very good. We knew that they were going to be in that top 2 top 3 pick uh for the draft coming up. Uh defensively, it, it's been bad. You're 100% correct and For the And then for for Reggie Jackson last game, he had 26 for the Clippers, I believe, against the Rockets. And he weirdly went off in that fourth quarter against them where they outscored him 25 to 18. And this was a game the Clippers did not play very well in. And they had 18 turnovers in the game. Reggie Jackson kind of came alive in that second half for them. He was only 9 of 21 from the field, only got up six uh, three-point shots. Did have nine rebounds, did have six assists for them. But, yeah, you're 100% correct about the Rockets' defense. Um, But I identified a one player on the Clippers that I'm backing here tonight uh, against this porous Rockets' defense. That's uh, Ivan Zubach for the L.A. Clippers, their center. And, you know, over the last game, um, in the last game at least against the Rockets, he had a career-high six blocks. But I'm targeting his rebounding here tonight. He's also at nine and a half like Christian Wood. Last game, he grabbed 15 uh, for the LA Clippers. And for the Rockets' defense, kind of getting into the numbers over the last five games, they're number 29 in opponent rebounding, number 30 in defensive rebounding. And they are number 23 in defensive rebounding percentage and also dead last as well in rebounding percentage. So... We talk about Christian Wood a lot. He's really the only rebounder for the Rockets as a big man. I know they're trying to experiment with Alpern and and Christian Wood kind of being on the floor together, but as far as rebounding goes for the Rockets, I really like Ivan Zubach to get into double digits again here tonight. So I'm going over nine and a half rebounds for him um, in this game as well. So do you have any thoughts on Zubach for this game, uh, Ariel?
1: I like Zubats. I've always backed him in situations like this, situations where teams like the Rockets have also been bottom 10 in rebounds allowed. Yep. You're hundred percent right. The only thing I would look at for Zubats is also his points. Houston, how, how have they been against centers? Are they allowing a lot of points to centers or are they just letting them grab rebounds? That's just another thing that I like to look at because you could sometimes get some good numbers on a double-double. I say this to people all the time, for players, like especially big men, you could sometimes, if you get the over nine and a half rebounds, sometimes the book will give it to you at minus 110, minus 120. Then yeah. you look to the double-double, it's at plus 120. You say to yourself, well, sometimes there's just a weird discrepancy there between the double double and the over nine and a half rebounds. And it may not be as big of a move, but certain players like Zubats, you could say he should put up 10 points against Houston. The question is, can he get 10 rebounds? And I know you're relying on one extra piece. Just sometimes you can be laying less points um, if you're going to back the double double instead of the over nine and a half rebounds.
0: Yeah, you're 100% correct about that as well. Right now, currently looking at it on one of the books here, Zubac, uh, double-double is the yes, he's at plus 130 here tonight. And even for Christian Wood, it's at even money at uh, plus 100. So, you know, maybe a little parlay that we can put together a same-game parlay since we both like these guys. Christian Wood, we know he's going to score. And also, you know, he's the best rebounder for the Houston Rockets and Zubac over his last two games against the uh, Houston Rockets, has posted a double-double. So that's uh, a great handicapping tip there as well. So just to recap for the uh, Clippers and the Rockets, um, Christian Wood over 9.5 rebounds, Ivan Zubac, Uh, nine and a half rebounds and then Reggie Jackson uh, shop around for the number because like Ariel said, we're seeing 20 and a half pop up, but I still see some 19 and a half for Reggie Jackson here tonight. So uh, if you guys are really feeling frisky, maybe put a same game parlay together in this game, if you're that type of better, but uh, let's get it's the old. best
1: part about betting, right? Because the the average public, uh, would, where the average person would have zero interest in that game from a props perspective. Yeah. It's an awesome game.
0: Yeah. Especially when we're talking about the Houston Rockets defense, it's it's just so easy to pick off player props when they're just so bad on the defensive side, all across the board. So hopefully those come into fruition for us tonight. Um, I kind of want to go back to last night, uh, and I identified this on, my Twitter. And then I think a couple hours later, I saw this on your, uh, on when you put the video out for Yahoo Sportsbook. we were on the same player prop and it just gives me a hundred percent more confidence when you're on it all well, as well. And it was Giannis rebounds last night, over 11 and a half rebounds. And I went back and looked at this game log against, uh, the Hornets and he was in like, I think double digit rebounding or 12 or more rebounds. I forgot what the number was, but it was like, I think 12, 12 out games. of the last
1: 13 games. Yeah.
0: And it was, it's, it was crazy. Now it's the,
1: 13 out of the last 14 games against Charlotte, where Giannis and Senacumpo's had 12 or more rebounds.
0: Yeah. And I can't believe the market, even there was a little bit of tax on it, a little bit of juice at minus 140 11 and half. Eventually it did move to 12 and a half at plus money. Yep. Add some more on it at that point, but you no know, kind of finding those kind of, I feel like the books just kind of spit out a number on a model and they're not really looking at game log because it's just so much to keep track of. But I think that was a great call last night by you, by you as one. Well. That, that was really a really easy bet for us to hit last night. So I, just, I really wanted to highlight that because a lot of times when I, and I talked about this on the Super Bowl, that a lot of times I feel like our brains are on the same page as well when it comes to these player props. Um, let's get to your next one, last one. Uh, what, else, what else do you have for our people?
1: This is a crazy trend. I have a friend, Hakeem Prophet, who's one of my favorite NBA oh, bettors Hakim. to talk to. Yeah. He's one of my close. I'd have to say he's one of my closest friends in the basketball season. We talk every single day. I told him this trend and it's taken him all season to finally get on board shooting guards against the Celtics. The Celtics have been a bottom 10 defense all year against guards. Like I said before, I started looking at the game by game. Is it point guards or shooting guards? Shooting guards have a lot of success against the Boston Celtics. They're averaging close to 20 points a game against Boston. Although they're up against the Hawks tonight, and the number you're getting is on Herder right now for points props, I'm going to try to wait this out and see if we're going to get a Bogdanovich points prop for Atlanta. Bogdanovich is the player coming off the bench who's going to be in that second rotation, who's going to be able to take advantage of Boston's second rotation if that's where they throw him. Even though he's coming off the bench, you do get props for a lot of those players. Tyler Hero for Miami has had props all year. The prop should come out later. Don't put it on Herder. Put it on Bogdanovich. I've been burned on Herder before against the Celtics. He's not good. He had seven points against them. He's also so inconsistent. I'm waiting for the Bogdanovich number because the shooting guard's trends against the Celtics has been so good. You just have to find which shooting guard is hot on which team to be able to de- decipher which one to pick.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know we were talking offline again about you know some of these bench guys that. The books really put those numbers up closer to, uh, to game time. Right now, you know, we were discussing that they don't have it right now listed, but it will be closer to game time. And so far, this season in three games against the Boston Celtics this is already going to be the fourth matchup between these two squads tonight. Uh Bogdanovich is averaging 19 points per game in that in the three meetings so far this season. He's shooting, I believe, yeah, 37% from three-point land as well. So, you know, a lot of times you'll research and you do your handicapping and maybe a player is not posted there because like Ariel mentioned they're coming off the bench but books eventually will put it up it might be later in the day like I said closer to game time but I think that's a great call of you know finding shooting guards or a certain position where teams are struggling against and I think I was in the green room uh, yesterday after I got done doing the NBA gambling podcast with Hakeem I try to get in there as much as I can just absolutely great stuff that they do in there and Hakim Hakeem also highlighted um, centers against uh, the Thunder front court or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And Sabonis last night absolutely just killed it. Me and Hakeem were both on the, and I, I mentioned this in the green room to him last night, and we, we talked about the triple-double for Sabonis. Yep. If he, I think if he wasn't in foul trouble in that first quarter. or three sorry, the fouls quarter, in the
1: first half.
0: Yeah. And that absolutely killed It the crushed all goal. the
1: props because in the second half, he ends up going off. Like he should have all game. Yeah. He ends up, I had the over 39 and a half points, rebounds, plus assists. Mm-hmm. He had 37 and that was after oh. he had, I think, four points in the first half. This, yeah. He should have been, he should have crushed them last night. Three fouls. Shoot me. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I was watching the box score. I think the first quarter he had like four, four points. It was either five or four four rebounds or the other way in the assist. I was like, okay, this guy is on his way to getting at least a triple-double or getting close to it at least. Should have. Yeah. And then he got into foul trouble. Second half, like you mentioned, he absolutely just went off. I had the points – sorry, the rebounds and assists combined to go over 19 and a half. Um, That one cashed. But, again, the assist – I think he fell three assists short of getting over that number. But – I guess maybe the books were on to us a little bit, who knows, but um, for my last player prop, I am going to go to the warriors in the Minnesota Timberwolves game tonight. Should be a fun matchup between these two squads. I'm looking at Gary Payton, the second, and he's in the, he's going to be in the starting lineup for the Golden State Warriors. Clay is going to miss this game again for the Golden State Warriors. He's battling a non COVID related illness. So Steve Kerr has tabbed uh, Gary Payton to step into that starting lineup. And, At least over the last three games for Gary Payton II. Defensively, we've talked about the Warriors on the NBA gambling pod a lot that the Warriors have been one of the better defenses this season um, across their, whether it's defensive efficiency or a lot of the statistical numbers. And Gary Payton II, now starting in or stepping into that starting lineup, he's recorded at least two steals in these over the last three games where he started he had six against the denver nuggets he had two against the portland trailblazers and then the last game against the dallas mavericks he did have three steals so um uh, i'm, I'm kind of rolling the dice here a little bit because it, it, steals and blocks can get a little tough i tried
1: um, those in the playoffs last year they're kind of fun it
0: is and i'll identify another player that i, I was backing where the books had not caught up but I'm I'm taking Gary Payton over one and a half steals, but Ariel, I want to mention this to you as well. Blocks and steals combined for Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. Early on in the season, he was averaging like four blocks a game and getting two steals, and the books had not caught up to it. And they were listing his prop for steals and blocks combined at two and a half almost every single game until they finally caught up. You could have even found it at plus money. How
1: come you didn't message me? You messaged me to come on your show and you don't message me free money.
0: This was prior to when you came on and I reached out to you to come on the sports or on the prop cast for the super bowl. But now that, you know, we have direct communication now, I will message you when I'm identifying some of these player props, but the market, yeah, I think that that sometimes it takes the market for it to kind of catch up to certain type of props. And I think, that, that's a point where you kind of have to in your handicap and you kind of have to notice where wait for the books, the, the books are, you know, waiting to get caught up, but have you noticed or any other maybe stats or trends where you've kind of targeted guys where the books have not caught up? I know you've been high on Christian wood all season long, but any other well, players there, that- there's a
1: trend and, and going back to what you were talking about with when certain players are out and handicapping that yeah when there's a big player, when there's a starter that's missing from a game, I go back, look at all the games that they have missed this year. Then I look at who has done well and stepped up in those spots. Sometimes you find a player that's extremely underrated. They just step up in a spot when that starter is out for those games. There's also certain trends that I will look at and see how other players are affected by a player being out. For example, the Toronto Raptors. Fred VanVleet's been in and out of the lineup for the last few weeks. It's just, is he in, is he out? It's game time decision every day. I look to Pascal Siakam, the leading scorer on the team for sure. However, his assists actually go up by about two on average per game when there's no VanVleet. You have to look to what impacts Siakam's performance. Sometimes if Van Vliet's in the game, it's going to impact Siakam's assist, for example, because he doesn't have to dish the ball out. You have Van Vliet to do that. Yeah. Siakam will put up more points if Van Vliet's out. Those are the certain trends that you look for. That's why the numbers are so important. It's just something that I caught on to a couple of weeks ago, noticing that the assists for Siakam go up when Van Vliet's out.
0: It's crazy that, you know, we, even when we go through all this handicapping throughout the season you're learning something every single day when you're handicapping that these games and you know being part of the overall gambling and betting industry if you're not learning something every day when you're handicapping you know i think there's something that you're not doing right and those and days
1: think- that you find those trends yeah. that new trend that you, the number is just so off on the book yeah. you're so excited it doesn't happen every day it happened to me a few weeks ago i forget what it was when handicapping the nba And I texted Hakeem and I go, I've never, uh, this is one of those situations where the book is just completely wrong. I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. It flew over. It was, I think it was DeJounte Murray rebounds plus assists. The book was just so off on the number. I mean, this was a player that went over it in like 13 of 15 games against bottom 10 defense. It was some, I forget the exact trend, but it was something along the lines of he's gone over it in 13 out of 15 games against that specific type of defense. Mm -hmm. 13 out of 15. We're not even talking three out of five. We're talking 13 out of 15. That was huge. That's the certain things that you look for. And sometimes you get those that like gold that you find uh, in the NBA.
0: One hundred percent. I think last time is a great example of that with the honest rebounds and yeah. you know, against the Hornets. I think because you, know,
1: you look more to like, what have you done me late, done for me lately, as yeah. opposed to looking at the matchup, looking at how he's done against the Hornets lately, mm-hmm. looking at how he's done against the Hornets in the last few years, looking at how he does against those kinds of defenses that are bottom 10 in points, rebounds and assists allowed like the Hornets are yeah. instead of just looking at the last five to 10 games.
0: Yeah, 100%. I hope our listeners have their notepads out and writing all this great information down because I am learning as much from Ariel than uh, anyone I have about uh, about prop betting, but it's just been so much fun with you, not only with the Super Bowl, but here with the NBA. Um, one more point I do want to highlight, I think uh, Hakim has also been uh, an advocate been of him is Tyrese Halliburton, and I think the <laughs> assist prop.
1: That's so funny. I said I'm buying him for Christmas. He's getting a Tyrese Halliburton jersey. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I took the over eight and a half last night on him. It he, it didn't cash, but um, there it's just been a stretch where he's been in double digit assists every every game. And I think last night I did beat the market when I got an eight and a half. But I think Malcolm Brogdon was ruled out for the game then, and then shot up to eleven and a half, um, for his assist prop. But also last night his three point. I think maybe something to look at is his three point shoot shots as well. Cause last night I got it at two and a half at plus 125 or plus 130. And then I think he got he's getting the attempts up, he's making them too. And especially with if Malcolm Brogdon's going to be out, he's been in and out of the lineup for the past I don't know how long the six to eight weeks. Uh, but I think that's might be something else to kind of keep an eye on for sure for uh, Halliburton as well. Um, anything else, Ariel, before we get out of here um, for the NBA season that's kind of caught your eye?
1: CJ McCollum points props as long as the book doesn't start boosting them to 26, 27 and a half. Anything below 25 has been something I've been betting on since McCollum's gone over to the Pelicans. He's been so good leading the team. He's averaging nearly 28 points per game since joining the Pelicans, especially if you're going to get him against bad defenses. I'm I've been riding the CJ McCollum train ever since new Orleans.
0: Yeah. The, the books were elite. I think that I, I caught it a couple of nights where they were just at like 22 and a half for CJ McCollum. And I think the last game against the Lakers, I think they bumped it up to either 23 or 24 and a, 24 half. And a half. Yeah. So they finally caught on a little bit, but uh, it'll be interesting to see when it, when their next game he still comes. went over. Yeah, it still did. And I think that it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on for that or keep an eye on that as we kind of progress through the season here for CJ McCollum. Um, but yeah, and that's the fun of it. Like with prop betting, it's kind of finding the mistakes or, or finding where the market has not caught up on some of these guys. We talked about a lot of guys today from Halliburton to CJ McCollum to DeJounte Murray. We've talked about DeJounte Murray on this prop guys just so much. And I think we've cashed, I would probably say well above 90% on DeJounte Murray props on this prop cast with between his rebounds and assist, or it's been a triple double for him. Or um, there was another player that we were backing a triple double on those Lamelo ball, I think it was early in the season and I you know, that. yeah, the books hadn't caught up to it. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a sun, fun, such a fun way to attack prop betting and the overall betting that this prop betting is just so much fun, but that's going to bring us to the end of the prop cast. I know Ariel's very, very busy, but I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to joining us on the prop cast uh, definitely, uh, we'll try to reach out to you, get you back on for the NBA. and Definitely, once MLB, fingers crossed, gets the CBA done, we'll uh, attack the prop market for the MLB season as well. But, Ariel, anything else that you want to mention, anything you want to plug and let the, our listeners know where they can find you on social
1: media? Make sure to download the Yahoo Sports app and you can go to sports.yahoo.com for all of our articles and videos. I I post them on my Twitter at Ariel Epstein. Yahoo Sportsbook also posted to their Twitter at Yahoo Sportsbook. We have videos, articles, shows, et cetera, giving you all the insight for pretty much every sport that has betting. (laughs)
0: Yeah, 100%. Definitely check out Ariel on Twitter and the Yahoo Sportsbook Twitter account. Uh, Did they have an Instagram as well?
1: Just Yahoo Sports Instagram and Yahoo Fantasy, but not Yahoo Sportsbook Instagram. There is a TikTok though.
0: Okay. So definitely if you're on TikTok, make sure to follow Ariel. Make sure to follow the Yahoo Sportsbook team. I mean, between her, Minty and, and, and Pamela, they are just absolutely fantastic on all the content that they provide, uh, definitely I do check out Ariel's and Minty's hockey picks every single day uh, when they get it posted over on their Twitter accounts. Ariel, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be back with the propcast on Friday with myself and Will NBA Gambling Podcast tomorrow with myself and Terrell, uh, and hopefully MLB gets a deal done so me and Malcolm can get back on the saddle and attack. Uh, and get you guys ready for the MLB season as well. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Ariel, thank you so much once again for taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, Make sure to head over to the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. A lot of great stuff happening with all the active sports and the content from USFL. Uh, We're cranking out, even though the NFL season just ended, we're still talking about the NFL NBA's in full swing, hockey as well, all the great sports. So make sure to head over there to the website and download the app SGPN on your Google uh, Play Store and App Store. Good luck with your bets tonight, guys. Let's break these books off and let it ride.